Hi, this is a short bonus episode of Inspiring Excerpts with Lin Kuo from Episode 2, Season 2 of Conversations with Musicians with Leah Roseman. In this first clip, you'll hear her talk about dealing with injuries to her arm while writing her dissertation about musicians' injuries and also the connection with stress. Well, I was triggered to write, inspired to write her dissertation because I myself was experiencing injury myself and repetitive strain mostly. And it wasn't pain, it wasn't tingling or, or numbness, it was loss of stamina and loss of strength. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that there were a bunch of things that were in play, not just um, not just physical kinesthetic and, and setup and posture, which is often what people go to. What's your shoulder rest? What's your chin rest? What's your posture? Those things are extremely important. But then I started to realize in the process of writing my thesis that stress, mental perception of life's events, right? Mental perception, as you just said, of the job, what, what stressors are in the job, what stressors do orchestral musicians experience on a day-to-day basis in the occupation. And these things can contribute to your psychological stress, which then creates a physical, a, a somatic experience of tightening muscle tension, right? And muscle tension will then create um, fatigue. And I, talk, I talked about co-contraction, especially in the, um, in the flexors and the extensors. So when this co-contraction happens, and this is exactly what happened to me, when you're in a fight or flight state, stressed out, then your muscles are going to remain in this tense state. So I had to learn that myself. So in the process of writing my thesis, I actually healed myself in a way. I don't think I've really been injured since. In the second clip, you'll hear her talk about some of the lessons she learned from the legendary teacher, Laurent Fenivesh. A lot of stories came out of uh, the lessons and he, he really stressed the integrity of my practice sessions. I remember he had told me, once you close the door, nothing else exists except for your practice session. He knew that sometimes I would get a little scattered. He also knew that I was prone to practicing very quickly too rapidly. And this is now part of my teaching philosophy on how to practice better. He would always stress that if you're practicing, make sure you're doing it with quality so that you're not ingraining any poor habits and you're not furthering your um, undesired results so that you're actually cementing them into your into your neural pathways. I mean, he didn't use that terminology, but that's what it is. We're, we're making sure that we're leveraging neuroplasticity not ingraining poor habits, but we're practicing slowly enough so that quality is being ingrained into our our neural pathways. So that was already a big lesson for me, for someone who who tends to be, let's say, impatient, ambitious, wants to get there faster. And so he encouraged me to slow down. He also encouraged listening um, with the score, playing and studying from the entire score. And this is so important, studying from one part only. I mean, now that we are orchestral players, you and I just see one one slice of the the entire piece, right? We just see one part. But, um, and so it's easy to forget that the entire symphony is an entire work and just one little silver line, it's like an entire piece of art. So Mr. Fenwick was very adamant and, and encouraged a lot of full score study. And he also told me to do a lot more singing. And he told me a story of a pianist, I forget the 
Williams was, who literally sung the opening of Chopin E major, E minor piano concerto over and over and over again until she got it right. In this last clip, you'll hear Lynn give advice about the online world for classical musicians. I'd say, bring it on. Let's get everyone out there. Let's try to um, popularize our art form. And I think two-set violins is the greatest example. I have encountered uh, instructors in my salsa dance world. And salsa dance instructors said, I follow two-set violin. I don't even play the violin. Can you play tw- tw- 24th Caprice? Because he's a salsa instructor. He's asking me, can I play Tiny 24? Because he has followed two-set violin. So, I mean, if you want to become, let's say, popular or cut through the noise, I think, I think the, the, the best answer to that question is to be genuine to yourself because there, there it genuinely is no one like you. And that takes a bit of discovery. When you find out who you are, where your strengths lie. This podcast series features a really interesting mix of musicians and their lives in music. It's also available in video format. The link's in the description. And please follow this podcast and share.